And welcome to Haunting Live Podcast this week, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in. We are live on YouTube, and you can also catch us later on on the podcast apps if you missed the live show here today. But uh, thank you very much for following us on our social media, as well as all the new subscribers lately to our YouTube channel. We noticed the increase in subscribers lately, so we appreciate that. And if you haven't yet, don't forget to like our videos and hit that subscribe button, and that helps us out a lot here at Haunting Live Podcast. Well, today we do have a special guest with us. Uh, We're very honored to have a medium here with us, Reverend Stephen Herman, and he's going to be talking to us today about his journey through mediumship. So let's bring him in here today. Hello, how are you? Oh, welcome. I'm really happy to be here, Trevor. Thank you so much for having me on your show. Oh, it's wonderful to have you here. I appreciate you taking your time out of your schedule to join us to talk about uh, your journey and what you do. Um, so let's start there. How did you get into mediumship and what drew you into the field? Gosh, well, the, th- the thing with mediumship is once you get into a little bit, you can't escape. <laughs> so it's, 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 a, it's something that every, everybody has to some extent. And it's just like an artistic or musical type of ability. So everyone has it to some extent. And definitely, once you start working on it or being a, developing awareness of it, you really can't escape it, which is a really good thing. Uh, but I, I've really been pretty much open to the spirit world you know, my, whole, my whole life. And I'm involved in spiritualism, which, which is a spiritual movement which integrates spirit communication and, and healing as, as part of the practices so I've, I've been very involved with, with mediumship and developing. When I was little, I, I certainly had quite a few experiences and was very open to the spirit world. And when I say it's addictive, you know, unlike certain types of substances that you can get addicted to that have harmful effects, when you get into mediumship, you, 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 it's exhilarating. It's something which is very positive. And re- really the purpose behind it, 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 it is to help other people with, with, with their soul growth here, here in this material world. So what made you decide to get into it then after you discovered that you had sort of these abilities in yourself? Was there something that led you down that path or was there some decision that made you well, go, well, I think been, that I like that. Yeah, I've just always been really, really, really drawn to it. I mean, the, fir- the first time I, uh, the spirit world talked to me, my mom's uh, father, my, my grandfather, who I never met, talked to me when I, when I was two. I remember that. So I, I had a lot of different experiences. I remember I was watching this one, it's like, some, this is on TV. This is when I was five years old. And it was this documentary about different types of churches. So, I mean, they had, you named the church, they had it and they would describe it and they you know had some footage and everything. And I, I remember going back 
the things that really stood out was they had, they had a church in San Francisco and it was two men getting married. So I was like, what the heck, what's that going on there? Which my mother had to explain to me. But then they said, we're going to take you to England with a spiritualist church where they communicate with the dead. And I was like, just instantaneously drawn to that. And it was just this guy uh, standing up in, in a church, standing up and talking to all these old people sitting, sitting in the church. So I was a little bit like, what the heck? You know, because I, I, I wasn't sure what, what it would be, but I was very much drawn to that. And I still remember both those two specific things from that one documentary, you know, m- many years later. And so as I was drawn to it, I, I learned uh, meditation when I was little. I, I, I was getting into that. I, I was always drawn to that. And what, what, what happens is with mediumship is, you know, the spirit world is literally all around us. So they will do their best to open people up and to make people aware of their presence. And there's certainly some people who come into this physical world with a disposition toward it. And I think in those cases, they probably put more emphasis. So, so you do have some people who, you know, they're kids or they're adolescents and, and they start to open up and everything, which, which is really good. Yeah, speaking of that, how was that for you when you were a child? Were you fairly open to hearing spirits or communicating with spirits? Like, did you uh, have a lot of experiences was, with yeah, that? Yeah, I was pretty. Uh, I was pretty open. I'm, I'm really artistically oriented, and so when, when, when you know when we talk about mediumship, we're working with our intuitive abilities, our psychic abilities, which which everyone you know everybody's psychic. You know, I sometimes joke and say sometimes people are a bit psychotic too. But, you know, people hear voices and you need to be medicated. But, you know, you can hear the spirit world. You can sense them. And it's around us, right? It's telepathic. So, of course, just on a purely psychic level, if you're sensitive, you can pick things up from other people. You know, you have telepathically or just on an energetic type of level. Let's say someone is depressed or they're angry. You're going to be aware of those, those emotions, the, the, those energies, because it's right there within their energy field. So, that, that's a really good thing. I, I never really had any type of uh, problem, you know, people accepting me. I'm, 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 I pretty much just do my own thing anyway. I don't, I don't care too much about what other people think. I'm pretty independent-minded. Uh, but I've, I've always been, you know, very creative-oriented. I, I do a lot of art and that type of thing, too. So I, I think doing that is also certainly, when you're, when you're doing art, your mind is very open. You're using that part of the mind, which involves intuition. Yes, for sure. I think a lot of more creative people like that have a lot more ability. I don't know if that's fully true, but I think they have a more open mind to yeah, those well, type of things. Yeah, they're more in touch with it and everything too. Now, it, it, it's, it's, I mean, if we get involved, I, mean, I teach mediumship worldwide. You know, I, I, go, I go all over the place. And if I'm doing, let's say I'm doing a workshop, you know, there's 20 people at it for example, there's probably the majority of the people at the workshop are going to be women. You might have one or two males who are there, you know, maybe their wife or girlfriend dragged them there and everything. Uh, And that's because you have to be in touch with your sensitivity. And, you know, there's a tendency for males are more being more analytically oriented, this type of thing. So it really, you you see a lot of women predominantly who who are, who are involved with, uh, with mediumship. Yes, we found that as well throughout the field that uh, the time that we've been doing even paranormal stuff, I find 
that more females are into the topic of paranormal well, the other thing itself is, I mean, as well. Men, men, men involved. I mean, I would say more of the men who are involved tend to be gay, you know, just because they're more in touch with the, the feminine. They're more in touch with the sensitivity, so to speak. And, you know, we, we, I know you do the, the work with the paranormal type of stuff too. So you're going into these houses and <laughs> checking all the stuff out, but you know, the spirit world's all around. So you know, let's say someone lives in some house for years. Well, the residue energy is going to be there, isn't it? Or, you know, if someone gets, I don't know, axe murdered in one of the rooms, well, that energy, which is very chaotic, maybe even very negative or dark and very dense, it's going to be very easy for someone who's sensitive really to feel that energy. And you certainly can also, as you're opening up, open up the spirit world, which is, which is all around as well. So did you have any type of experiences then when you, you were sort of developing um, these abilities that you have with mediumship? Did you have something that happened yeah. to you that was one thing that stood out to you as your first experience? Oh, God. well, I mean, my first experience, like I say, was when I was around two and a half. You know, my, 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 my grandfather talked to me and he, he he'd passed over, I don't know, 20 something years before I was born. So I never met the guy. Um, and then he wanted me to talk to, I, I thought it was God, you know, I didn't, <laughs> anyway, I mean, I could see him, you know, and I could hear him just like I'm hearing you it, in terms of the clear audience, you know, being able to, able to hear it. And I remember he wanted me to talk to my mom and tell my mom, you know, that he had said hello and this type of thing, which I did. And I just, oh, I had this dream, you know, I had, you know, I had a dream about God, but I didn't, you know, just thought that was nice, but I didn't really, it didn't all click until later you know, in terms of, uh, in terms of that. So that would have been my first uh, experience. And I mentioned, you know, watching the thing on TV, which I think is pretty cool, but you know, I had a lot of, you know, out of body or as, you know, very open to the spirit world and everything too, just growing up. Yeah, that's interesting too. I've talked to some people already on the show here that have had out of body experiences as well. So that's interesting. Well, well, yeah, well, you know, we have a, we have our physical body, but then we have the subtle bodies, which which interpenetrate the physical. So they're like a blueprint for the physical. So, you know, eventually you're going to kick the bucket. I don't have to be psychic to predict that, but you know, what are you, you're going to still exist, but you're going to have this subtle body, and that subtle body is perfect for uh, experiencing things on a subtle level. You know, the spirit, which is all around us in the spirit in the spirit world. So, when when someone goes out of their body. What happens usually is their psychic abilities are activated. And what, what I've observed is, let's just say, sometimes you hear about someone, they have a near-death experience, you know, maybe they're in some car accident or some traumatic event. They, they find themselves going out of their body, temporary, this type of thing. And gosh, after they come back, they're really open. You know, they start opening up. The, the other thing that will happen is if, when, when, when they initially start to open someone up, mediumistically the higher spirits well one of the things they will do is they'll actually have the person go out of the body as well i mean the person the individual might hear voices or they might see spirits this type of thing have experiences that way yeah that's true too i've i've heard that as well that people actually um tend to gain abilities after they have something like that happen to them right You still here? They oh, have lost the connection. 
All right, are you back? Uh, no audio though. We just get we just got okay. cut off. Yeah, we got they're cut having off. storms. They're having storms in the Bay Area, where oh, I'm really? in California. Okay. And I know there have been some places that have had power cuts, so that may be it. Like you know, it's like hurricane, not quite hurricane weather, but <laughs> it's pretty intense. Okay, no, no problem. At least we got you back, and we didn't lose the whole connection, so we're still streaming on our end here. So, um, yeah. So you're just talking about if somebody say has an accident or they get involved in something um, serious, they might come back with certain abilities. Um, yeah, exactly. I've heard that it can happen quite often. Yeah, or, or, or yeah, or some type of accident too. It does, you know, they get hit by lightning, this type of thing, and then they end up. Well, I can, you know, see spirits, and it's because. The subtle body, I mean, we, we're always in the subtle body anyway, but we're not always in touch with, you know, using it and everything. That's the whole thing. So it gets disconnected and then you start getting, or you go completely out. But, but people travel out with their body pretty much all the time anyway on an unconscious level. It's like sleepwalking. You know, while they're asleep, they'll actually go places. So sometimes people have these very vivid dreams, you know, of going places, of maybe interacting with people who are deceased, or in some cases, even people who are in the physical world. You know, like, let's just say I went off my body and, you know, while you're asleep and, you know, you have this dream, here I am, I'm, I'm, you know, hanging out with you and stuff. And, you know, and you might just think of it as a dream, but it would be very vivid, uh, very intense, and it would really stand out in a quite differently and distinctly than, than how a regular dream would. That's just a product of your own unconscious mind. Is that something that you teach your clients is how to kind of control those things or to, yeah, well, how I to teach, I teach use those? Mediumship, yeah. uh, you know, full time. I, I work all over the world. Uh, I'm, I'm, I grew up in Massachusetts. I live on California right now. And I teach, so I teach online in person, but, and we've had the pandemic the last year and a half. So more of my work has been online, but, but typically I, I, I travel around and I, and I do a lot of teaching. So I, I teach all different levels, you know, from someone who could just, they could be an engineer, really anally retentive, really rigid, you know, with their thinking. And, you know, it's all very structured. So educationally, so even if someone is really seemingly blocked off or feels they're a total psychic idiot, you know, they don't have any abilities in, in the right atmosphere, if they're nurtured the right way and they put the energy into it and they're assisted, you know, I, I'm, I'm kind of used to dealing with all sorts I and mean, you name it. You know, I, I can help someone with, 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 the, with their blocks, so to speak. I also ha I, I've authored Mediumship Mastery, which is my book on mediumship development. And that's available on Amazon. And this is not a book about me. It's a book about uh, how to develop. It's used for training mediums by many teachers worldwide, you know, in terms of groups or individually, how to open up. There's quite a few exercises. And then I have... Second book is going to be coming out pretty soon, Mediumship Mastery 2, which will also be on Amazon. Advanced techniques that work. Um, what kind of techniques do you have in there for, say, the beginner oh. person? Well, lots of stuff. I mean, the, the, the two things when someone is novice, I mean, I mean let's, let's say someone who's, you've got two different types of people who come to classes, okay? You have people who are uh, really analytical and blocked off. And then you have people who are really open you know, and, and, and they, they're not always in touch with it, right? And they certainly are not disciplined or can, are able to control it. Now, in both those cases, I mean, you could have someone who's really analytical who they're really still interested in learning. 
You know, and that seems to be the big thing is does someone open up? Now, someone who comes into a class situation and they really are analytical, it's going to take them usually a little bit longer as part of the process, you know, to open up and everything compared to someone who's already open. They just need to, you know, work with it more and discipline. And, and the discipline part's really essential for any type of mediumship. You know, just like we, we have microwavable food and instant. Well, mediumship, it's like microwavable mediumship. People want, I'm going to go to Saturday. I'm, you know, I'm going to be able to channel these high masters and levitate up to the ceiling after the weekend workshop. It's really like anything. I mean, like artistically, you know, you could, how you would work, let's say as a teenager or as a child, very different than when you're in your seventies. Let's say you're in your entire life, you've been working as a career. Sometimes you see these art history books, right? Where they start out the early work of the artist and they go through the whole career and you can see the evolution. Mediumship is kind of the same way. So with, with someone who's, you know, new, like you're, you're asking about, uh, you really want to get them in touch, not so much with connecting with the spirit world as much as connecting with themselves and also cultivating an awareness energetically of the, the environment around them. So there's quite a few different exercises you can do with, with energy fields or auras, you know, with telepathy, uh, you know, mind to mind communication between people incarnate, you know, here, and there's things even like psychometry. And that's, that's where you take an object. Like I've, I've got this pen right here. I've got my cell phone. You know, well, both these things, if I'm using them a lot, it has my energy on it. So someone who's sensitive, they could hold this, they could hold this pen, and they could mentally tune in with it and they would feel, you know, the, the energies, they'd feel things about myself, you know, related to it and everything. I, it's, it's quite interesting because you could have an archeological uh, item, or artifact, maybe ge ge uh, <clears throat> something from, uh, you know, another part of the world, geological specimen, someone could hold that. And then they're not even aware of the spirit world. They're not really, even aware that they're psychic and they would be able to say some things really accurate about that and everything, you know, thoughts are things. So someone who's first going to open up to the spirit world, it's very good first just to have a real good foundation with the psychic awareness. And also, you know, it's very important, you know, the meditation, you know, going within yourself and really knowing yourself because with mediumship, I mean, there's certainly, techniques you can learn and things you can do but the more life experience you have the more you've grown spiritually it's going to make you a better instrument for the higher spirits to work through and everything as mediumship it's all about love and it's all about soul progression and getting in touch with yourself and getting in touch with god as well does that make sense yeah it makes a lot of sense actually because um i think it would help for somebody to have sort of a little bit of a connection to it to begin with like you had to have that intuitive you have to have that interest in it before you start learning more about it right yeah yeah that's that's right yeah but you know you do have people who, who get into it or just i mean they they think they're a psychic idiot and they're really not in touch with things and they're blocked off and you know when when, when i teach I make it really fun. The process is more important than the results. It's not about, oh, I've got to be really good. I've got to have my own cable TV show and impress people. It's about service and it's about love. And it's really about healing. I mean, it's 
if you're working as a medium, and there's a lot of different types of mediumship, but, but primarily let's just talk about like mental mediumship or working with clairvoyance, which is seeing, clairaudience, hearing, clairsentience, which is feeling, that the spirits will impress your mind with, with communications for people. So one aspect of it is you're able to demonstrate that the continuity, that the personality, you don't, you don't kick the bucket and cease to exist. Life isn't just a bunch of chemicals, but the personality continues. So you can get evidential details or information about people in the spirit world. So let's just say you came for a session and, you know, I describe someone to you and you're like, I don't know what you're talking about. And then you're talking to your dad on the phone or something. He goes, oh yeah, that was, you know, your uncle so-and-so. And you just didn't know, you see. Now, so that's one aspect of it. Someone can be very atheistic or skeptical. And they can completely have their consciousness shift because of this. The other thing is you get guidance that comes through. I mean, let's say you were having some kind of problem in your life that was really tearing you apart, really hurting. You know, you're really going through a lot. Well, they can come through with information, not like fortune telling, oh, you're going to meet a man with a gold tooth next week, <laughs> or you know, you're going to eat pizza Wednesday night, you know, predicting things. It's more, you know, advice or counsel on a soul type of level to help you which will certainly deal with on a practical level too with things. And, and that can really help someone, you know, they're going to take their own life and then based on the information that comes to me, completely get them to another place. I mean, we still have to do the work, the spirit world. We have to take personal responsibility thing, but the spirit world is definitely there. They're around us. And the more someone learns how to quiet their mind, you know, get that the clutter out of the way, get the analytical mind out of the way, and just be receptive, they're going to learn how to receive, but also how to respond to the guidance and actually put it into action. But we always have free will, of course. So what's the one most beneficial thing that you find um, that your students or your clients come to you for? Um, what's the one most thing that they get out of your classes? Well, I guess, you know, the big thing is, I mean, well, you know, with clients, obviously, that is a bit if I'm working with some, you know, because I do sessions with people or groups, that kind of thing, that really varies with the individual, you know, and if the conditions are right, I mean, it's going to be a really, really, really good session and they're going to get spiritual guidance. They're going to have people connected to them come through this type of thing. So that can help. I suppose it's different for each person because everyone's in a, in a different place. <clears throat> but in terms of uh, educationally, if someone really wants to grow, you know, I, I do individualized uh, mentoring, that type of thing, too, with, with, with students. Um, I can really help, you know, because I'm very experienced. I've got decades experience, you know, <clears throat> the last 40 years and very, 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 very involved, you know, in studying, working with it and, and teaching it. So I've pretty much, you name the problem that someone could have. I probably have seen it and had to work with people with that. Uh, so regardless of someone's level of experience, I can definitely help it. So someone who, who grows and opens up that way, they're going to start feeling, my gosh, I'm getting in touch with this. And over a period of time, they're going to gain a lot of confidence, you know, really learn to trust themselves, their abilities, and also really trust the people who are working them with them in the spirit world. Because mediumship is, it's all cooperative effort. It's all teamwork. You know, one of the laws of mediumship is like attracts like. So what we put out energetically, we attract similar-minded spirits. So if you're really motivated 
you know, you genuinely want to help people, you know, from your heart and, and you really are, have the intention of, of, of being of service and, and you care about other people that way and you want to help them, you're going to attract similar minded spirits. Uh, and, and, and the thing is one's lifestyle, uh, how one takes care of oneself, one's thoughts, all of that has to do with what you're putting out. So the, the spirituality is really, really, really important. You know, the prayer, the meditation, you know, raising your own vibration up because the spirits, they have to lower their rate of vibration. So the more as individuals, mediums raise their vibration, there's this blending that takes place and connection that takes place mentally and energetically. And they're, they're all around us, but you, you can certainly be someone who studies mediumship and you're just a total jerk. Like you really don't care about other people, maybe treat them really poorly and, or you don't work on yourself. You know, I, I mentioned before about there's a fine line between being psychic and psychotic. Well, you know, if you really are emotionally just imbalanced, yeah, you could be really open to the spirit world, but you, it, it works through your mind. And the more you understand yourself and are balanced and harmonious and functional, you're going to be a much better vehicle for, for them to work through. Does that make sense? Yeah, totally. It does. And I think what you hit on there works too, because like you have to attract a certain kind of client that you want to work with as well, right? Because if you attract like the negativity, you're going to attract sort of a person that doesn't want to help their, or they're closed off to it. And then you can't really help that person, right? Yeah, well, well, that, 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 that's, that's really true, you know, with probably any, any field where you're, where you're working with people. I mean, I remember actually, this must have been like 20 years ago or something, I think a third of my students were all mental health professionals. So they're like social workers, psychotherapists, psychiatric doctors, nurses, counselors, this type of thing. And a lot of those people, you know, they get, why do they study psychology? Because they're trying to figure themselves out and heal, you know, their own lives. And sometimes they don't necessarily do such a, you know, they're not that necessarily that successful, but a lot of them, you know, they really do want to help people. You know, they, they get into it and they start opening up the spirit world. So, so many people within those fields will study mediumship and everything too. And it is the, the, the emotional growth and is, is very, 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 very important. You know, it's, you're only as good as if, if as, as you've worked on yourself, you know, if you really, and, and, and you can't force development either. You know, it's one of these things where the spirit world will only, will only be able to utilize you to the extent that you've actually made yourself a good instrument to work through. And, you know, and that's different for different people, too. We, we have different spiritual gifts. Yeah, so true. A lot of people think they have different levels, but some may not be aware of exactly what levels you have. So is that one thing that you do is sort of teach people to learn what they have, what abilities they have? Yeah, to get in touch with it and feel comfortable. And just realize it's, it's, it's like a flower. You, know, you have the bulb and then all the petals come out gradually. That's kind of how it works. You know, that the, the, the best times to develop mediumship, I, I should say the fastest times, and it's very quick, tends to be during puberty and menopause. And that's because of all the natural hormonal changes, you know, biologically that are taking place. So in most cases, it's a little bit gradual, you know, it's not quite as quick as those periods of, in life, but it's different for different people. And so you might, you know, unfold, you know, let's say you start seeing the spirits and you know, you're really clairvoyant. And after you've been in it for 10 years and you've really got this foundation that way, 
because they're working with your chemistry too and your energy, they may be able to, you may be at a point where they, it evolves and where they actually start working with other types of mediumship and everything. So it's really important for mediums to sit for development, you know, with, with by themselves, of course, daily, but, but also sit with a group where you have, you have the right type of energy. And you know, when two or three or more are gathered in the name of God, we've got that divine, divine presence. So you have like a collective energy that's created. And if you have the same group or circle sitting over a period of time, things can really, really build up and a lot can be done. So it's, 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 it's pretty amazing. I mean, I really love mediumship and I I'm, get very enthusiastic about it. <laughs> yeah, well, definitely if you switch your whole career to, to be just focused on that, it must be something that you really enjoy doing. Oh, I don't even think of it as a job. You know? I, mean, I just love it. You know, it's not really about, I mean, obviously I have to make, you know, a living, but it's not really what I'm thinking about. I, I just like doing it, you know, and it's really, uh, it's really fun. I get to meet some really amazing people not just here, but in the spirit world too. I mean, you learn so much about human psychology or just what makes people tick, you know, because you have spirits that come through and maybe they've just really screwed things up. Like, and, and, and we really think about how many people waste their whole lives or a lot of their lives, or they, they don't learn as well as they could. Well, if you need 50 years of psychotherapy, I always say, and you don't get it, you're going to have to get it when you pass over. So, you know, you have people coming through from the spirit world and, and you know, they'll talk about their defects you know, the, the issues they had, why to help the people who, who are the recipients, maybe who are going through the same kind of situation, you know, don't handle it the way I handled it, you know? And, and so we can really learn a lot from people who've, who've passed over and you definitely can really learn, you know, from people that come to you too. Uh, you know, you, I know you're mentioning before, but, you know, attracting the right types of people. Well, I mean, really there's a bit of that, but there's also quite a bit of spirit direction where they'll actually direct people to you and everything. And so I think the more training a medium has, the, the, the more qualifications that way and experience, they're really going to be, and then they've worked on themselves, you know, they have the experience behind them. They're really going to be able to help someone on a pretty deep level. And it's not just like telling someone, like I said before, oh, what's going to happen two weeks from now or two months from now. That's, I mean, you, you certainly could have a prediction that comes through, but that's, that's not really what it's about. It's on a deeper level. Yeah, it's on a much deeper level. It's on a mediumship level, not just a psychic awareness level where you're, like you say, you're trying to protect this or that. You're trying to you actually communicate with energy. So like you said, raise yourself higher. So, But exactly. um, thank you so much, Steve, for being here. I appreciate you taking time out of your schedule to talk to us about your journey and what you do as a medium. It's been very insightful. So I thank you for that. Yeah, I'm really glad. I just want to say too, I have I have a YouTube channel too. So if you look, you know Steve Herman Medium, if you look, you, I've got lots of videos. The, the 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 focus is on mediumship education, which is on YouTube, and you know I've got my book Mediumship Mastery, the Ultimate Guide, which which is on Amazon. And certainly, if you have questions about mediumship or any of this stuff, you know I'm 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 really into helping people with their growth, and you know even if you don't know anything about it, you know. Yeah, that's that's when that's what I do is to help people, and it's I, I think it's really it's a real blessing to be able Trevor to be be on your your show, and I just think what you're doing is really good, and I, I'm very appreciative of being able to hear, to be able to talk. Oh no, I appreciate it very much. Um, thank you again for taking time out. It was like I said, very insightful to learn about your journey and how you got into things and exactly what you do for people. So thank you for that. Oh, thank you, and have a great rest of your weekend.
All right. Well, God bless you. You too. Thank you. And that was Steve Herman uh, talking to us today about mediumship development, how he went through uh, what he does and uh, where he got to today and what he does for people. So um, thank him very much for being here and um, talking to us today here on Haunting Life Podcast. Um, thank you, everybody, for tuning in today. It was uh, great to have him on as a guest this week. And, um, yeah, thank you for being here. Thank you for checking out our YouTube. We are live on YouTube today. And uh, we're live here each and every week with a new guest. So if you're new here to Haunted Life, um, what we do is a paranormal channel. We have different guests on that are in different areas of the paranormal field each and every week. And we talk to them about what they do. Normally, it's a topic around mediumship or uh, communicating with spirit, but uh, we do have different topics as well. So um, check us out. We have a lot of different content right here on YouTube. We have also our content on the podcast apps as well. So if you missed the live show, you can always just check us out later on on the podcast apps. So uh, with that, guys, thank you so much for watching this week. Um, uh, don't forget, though, to check us out each and every week right here on Haunting Life Podcast. And also don't forget to like our videos. That helps us out as well as don't forget to subscribe if you want to subscribe as well. That helps us out as well. So um, before we do let you go, though, don't forget to check out our official website, which is hauntinglifepodcast.com. Uh, we have a lot of stuff up there as well for you guys. We have a merch store as well on our website where you can get different things for the paranormal field, such as crystals, uh, things for cleansing items such as uh, sage and uh, cedar and smudging materials, stuff like that. Uh, lots of different crystal items also for protection and uh different things as well for your chakras, stuff like that. So head on over to hauntedlifepodcast.com, check out our merch. We have great items on there for sale for you guys too. So other than that, guys, we'll cut it short here. Have a great weekend, and uh, don't forget to check us out here each and every week on Haunting Live Podcast. We'll see you back here next week.